I it really want be. a salt lamp. Elderly woman's face. Poinsettia. Welcome to episode 24 of Ghost Tons. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way. At Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. I don't like the I don't like it together. It goes on too long. What would you how would you want to do it? I don't know. Welcome to episode 24 of Ghost Times. Yeah, let's get fucking in. Get in, get yeah, out. Yeah, let's get let's in. It all about. It's Ghost Times. How are you? I'm warm. But that's <laughs> because I'm menopause, having babe. a lovely bucky. Yeah, we've gone back to... Mm, back to oh, buck. Yeah, mm, 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 are we allowed to say that we... Yeah, listen, I love a bucky. Um, caramel macchiato, extra hot, extra shot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. I'm a basic beer. I hate that mine's moved from um, cappuccino to iced white mocha because it makes me sound more like a basic bitch. Well, I think I've rubbed off but on you there. But it's so good. Mm, the white mocha is actually it's delicious. It's so it's pig. It's I've a also dessert, um, liquid dessert. I've bought a bod. I've bought a. I bought a bodysuit. You know, mm. one of those bodysuit things. Body con. And as you know, I am a big titty lady. Titty lady. A big titty lady. Yeah. I've got, and I've, I've now, I've realised now is the time where I truly let myself go. Because right now, <laughs> I don't have a bra on. Oh my God, stop. I've just got. Quite perky for song think? bra. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Well, I was just looking at the thing and I was like, wow, they're low. <laughs> they're low. They're low. But I just, I've, I've done it. I've never not, I've never gone without a bra. So what have you got? A body con, what, like a leotard? Like yeah. Really? Just to like why? Sh- oh, to like hitch. Well, I like it to wear just instead like under like under this because it's not. I don't. I want something underneath it. But I don't want. Oh, so you've got a leotard on. Got now. a leotard on now. Oh well, for God's sake! That's yeah. like a bra, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I've never gone without one, and now I've done it. <laughs> done it. <laughs> I've done now it. Now I've done it. Now I've done it. I don't want to go back, but I'm gonna have to. But I don't. I just, especially because I've been driving a lot. Yeah, you I do drive a lot. And I think that's so great for you. Thank you. I just Thank love you. that you drive. Um, the only thing about the leotard is going for a wee. Like, do you, do you have little poppers by the flounge? I don't fucking bother with them. Imagine getting them back in again. Imagine. So, you the... do, hang on, you wear a leotard, but yeah. you don't pin it. I just it. take it down. I do. 
I do. But I just oh, lift so my you... T-shirt up and I pull it all down. Oh, that's so you do the extra effort. I don't think it is extra. I think the extra it's effort is you're the always things... in a jumpsuit, so in a way, you're, oh, you're so used to it. About, yeah, yeah. I, nev- I never wee clothed. Right. Well, always naked. <laughs> always naked. Bra off. Chuck that in the corner. Really Do you like my um, nude lip? I'm just going for it. I'm just okay. think nude lip is a new me. Right. Do you know what I mean? I, haven't you always had a nude? No. Are you saying I have pale lips? No, I'm saying that. Well, I've never seen you wearing like purple lipstick. Okay, but sometimes I'm just wearing my rose vaseline. We no, that. that's my we fave. Love that. I'm wearing it right now. Yeah, lovely. It right Gives now. a lovely little yeah. tint. Pop a bit of lip liner on. Lip gloss. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if anybody cares. No one gives a fuck. It's not a makeup podcast. It's but Olaplex this morning left it on to marinade for one hour and 45 minutes. I think it's marinate. Mar- no. Well, you said marinade yeah, I know. the other day. I know. I listened back to the episodes and I annoyed myself. And I was myself. like, you're such a stupid bitch. Yes. <laughs> stupid cunt. No, oh, never. Oh, no, stop. Don't. My I'm mother sorry. will be very disappointed. What's your mum's name again? Lucy. Sorry, Lucy, and sorry, Terry. I eat my mum as well, because that wasn't... That was uncalled for, and that was wasn't necessary. For, you were just showing off. That was, yeah, um, big Hannah, and clever. are you ready to pick a tarot card to I'm set so excited for episode 24? Woo! I want that one. Please be a good one, please be a good one, please be a good one, please be a good one. What is it? Shut up. What the fuck is it? <gasps> no. Why? Why the hanged man again? Oh, my God, the hanged man. We sorted all of our problems. What the fuck? The hanged man? I don't understand. Where's your book? Where's your book? Oh. I need answers. Oh, that's why did I go for that? That's so annoying. Well, we had this one. That's so weird. We had this one last week. Yeah, Why? The hanged man is hanging upside down from a live tree as opposed to, what, a dead tree? Weird. Gaining a different perspective yeah, of the world. He's not suffering, but is rather calm and observant. The hanged man indicates the need to pause, look around and be willing to surrender to new ideas. Yes. So, OK, last time that applied to Barney. Yeah. Dear Barney, who we yeah. shall always miss. All right, please. Um, he's not dead, um, but... Be a bit more dramatic if he was, so we could just say. <laughs> we'll haunt him anyway. Um, yeah, because this is, this is like, you initially look at it and it's and it doesn't look too great because someone's upside down. But then, turn it the other way, it's a man with his head on fire, which is much better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Kind of like the sun's behind his head. Beautiful. So, okay. Okay, so just, it's not too bad. But also, like, we're working out new perspectives. We've actually got a new perspective from our Patreon. Hannah, tell the listeners what we've got in store. We've gone live on Patreon, baby. <laughs> baby. Um, we have, we are in the process of gathering all the new content that we can give you, for our, give to our Patreon listeners. And but right now we just have um, we have a t- little tip jar on there. If you want to go, if you love the podcast so much that so you want to chuck a couple of quid our way, then we yep. won't. You know, we will take it all and use if it. You want to support the pod? Need we... lipstick and yeah. Vaseline. <laughs> yeah. So how, how are we going to pay for our bloody nude lipstick? If you want to support, if you do want to, then that would be amazing. We'll read your name out on the podcast when you do. So someone's got to do it. Because if we don't read any names out next, well, in a couple of weeks. 
Mm. then we won't be doing it. So <laughs> everyone will know that we haven't got any patience. We would love your support. So if you do like the poddy, do give us a couple of quid in the tip jar and we would love you forever. And we will let you know when And it makes we you an official ghost hunt, doesn't it? It does, yeah. So hell yeah. Okay, um, shall we kick off... Epi 24 with yes. a bloody story. Yes, what is it called? This one is called... Behind You. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Are you ready? I've only been driving for a year. You fucking haven't. It's not even you, is it? I, listen, I passed in 2016. Never been in a car since. (laughs) (laughs) I've only been driving for a year. I've never had to replace a broken part in my car. I've never even had my car break down. I've only ever changed my wiper fluid and filled my car up with gas. I'm adding petrol. (laughs) It's petrol. (laughs) I mean, tonight was like any other night. I was doing my regular routine of going to the gym, stopping at a gas station to grab a protein shake. Ah, oh, uh, bastard. Huel bastard. <laughs> we know the it. The name is. of the episode: Huel <laughs> bastard. Uh, grab a grab a protein shake and heading home to play video games. I mean, this is so stereotypical, male, isn't it? Mm. Love it. I was on my way home, listening to some music, when my car died. It was instant. Everything went dark. I was confused. I thought that my engine would at least start to sputter before my car died. I ended up calling my brother to let him know that I needed a jump and that he'd be there in 10 minutes. I decided, out of fear of animals... What? Don't know why I said that. For the fear of animals. For For the love of God and the fear of animals. I decided, out of fear of animals, that I would lock myself in my car and distract myself on my phone until my brother arrived. I'm assuming he's, like, in the outback and, like, there's some mangy jackals about. <laughs> or the outback? You think this is Australia? Is outback only Australia, is it? Yeah. Yeah. OK. Maybe they call it gas station in Australia. Go on, then, do an Australian accent, because we'd fucking know you're going to. <laughs> the gas station? Do you know what? That's pretty good. Oh, you're going to go fill up, Hannah, at the gas station? At the gas? The gas. You're going to go fill up at the gas station? I can't do it. Fill up at the gas station. Fill up. Okay, back in the story. Do you know what? I don't think we have any listeners in Australia, actually. So Oh, great, I can mug them off all alike. Love that. I looked around at the darkness surrounding me. It was creepy. It was like I was in a tub of black paint, not a speck of light in sight. Not long after starting to watch a video on my phone, I heard a light tapping sound coming from my roof. File. Now, I thought it could be some sort of tree branch tapping my car as I was right beside the entrance to a forest with overhanging trees. But that's when I realised the tapping was more methodical. Foley. I wondered if maybe an animal had gotten onto the roof and decided to turn on my phone's... No, the animal hasn't turned on his phone. I wondered... (laughs) (laughs) It's a raccoon! It's (laughs) it's got my phone! (laughs) This has turned into a... uh, What's it called? Doctor... Doctor Doolittle. Doctor Doolittle, yeah. (laughs) I wondered if maybe an animal had gotten onto my roof and I decided to turn on my phone's flashlight and open my door to check my roof. Fucking error. Error number one. You deserve to die. Yeah. Uh, opened my door to check my roof and sure enough, 
it was empty. What made me feel uneasy, though, was that none of the trees near my car could reach the roof of it. I sat back in my car when I decided to call my brother to see where he was. I'm five minutes away, man. Stop calling me. I hung up and opened Instagram and started scrolling. As time went on, I realised it had been 30 minutes since I called him. I decided to call him again and I got the same answer. I'm five minutes away, man. Stop calling me. Before I could even ask anything else, he'd hung up. This couldn't be possible. It was 10 minutes from my house to this location and he'd been driving for what, nearly 45 minutes? My brother's normally lazy, but he wouldn't lie about having left the house when I'm in a situation like this. That's when I heard it again. This time it sounded like it was on the window. And so I scanned the windows and saw nothing. That was until I checked the rear view mirror. A dark figure filled the glass and shining my phone's flashlight on it revealed its horrible features. No. Pale skin, milky white eyes, devoid of any colour. Basically you. <laughs> oh, Imagine seeing Nude lip. <laughs> nice rose Pale skin, milky white, nude lip, rose-coloured lips. But fantastic hair. Olaplex in its hair. Um... <laughs> No, excuse me, I was getting very creeped ah, out. I'm so and you've, sorry. You've absolutely ruined I couldn't that. help it. Start, do it again. <clears throat> Pale skin, milky white eyes devoid of any colour, boasting an ear-to-ear smile. I let out a scream and that's when it disappeared from my back Ooh, windshield. I called my brother a third time and yelled, where the fuck are you? Hang on, in the car or outside the car? He's in the car, you can see well, it. You can see it outside the yeah. car. Yeah. <laughs> I called my brother a third time and yelled, Where the fuck are you? I'm five minutes away, man. Stop calling me. And the phone hung up. I realised that the expression was the same each time. I decided to call back again, but this time look at my phone. And to my surprise, when I clicked call onto my brother's contact name, that's when I realised what my phone had said. Call failed. And I heard it. I'm five minutes away, man. Stop calling me. I realised, though, it wasn't coming from my phone, but it was actually in my ear. No. I slowly turned around and that's when I saw it. This thing behind me, staring me in the eyes with a blood-curdling smile. He then repeated it in my brother's voice. I'm here. Oh, that's giving goosebumps. I gripped the door handle and shoved it open, falling into the road. It was just then when the darkness disappeared and was taken over by light. I looked towards the light source and saw my brother's car pulling up behind mine. I could hear my heartbeat thumping in my ears as my vision came in and out, a vignette surrounding what I could see. What the fuck are you doing? He said, getting out of his car laughing. What? I screamed, looking into my back seat, and it was empty. What's wrong? My brother asked, more serious now. There was someone in my back seat, I said, panicking. My brother retrieved to his car and grabbed his gun. (laughs) Of course he grabbed his fucking gun uh, from his glove box. I checked my phone and to my dismay, it was only 10 minutes after I called him and there was only one call in my call history. Just at that time, my brother's car turned off, the darkness coming back. What the fuck? I heard him say. He flashed his phone light on my back windshield. A smiling face drawn crudely in thick red substance I could only assume was blood and small writing underneath reading, Behind you. Oh, that is horrible.
are very good. Very good. That's fucking grim. Oh. That's like the worst nightmare of driving. We said yeah. this last week. Just someone in your car I mimicking your fucking brother's fucking voice. <laughs> I love that, though. I actually gave myself goosebumps. Yeah, I've got goosebumps from that. Give yourself goosebumps. R.L. Stein, he knew. Oh, he fucking mm. knew. What a guy. What a guy. I, um, I haven't... Um, before I go into a story, I heard yeah. mm. today a story... And I'll just go over the finer points because I think it's fucking creepy as shit. Go on. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, this child, right, there was this um, boy, I think, it, yeah, it must have been America. There was this boy and his mom um, said that, like, from when, he, from when he was little, she always thought that he, he'd, he, he felt like he'd been here before, like he's, he's got an old soul. And when he turned about four or five, he started referring to himself as um, Pam. <laughs> so Fine. no, great. Uh, but he he wasn't saying it as though it was him. He was like he said, "When I used to be Pam, right? Like when I was Pam, this happened, or when I was Pam, this happened." They just thought like he was a little child, and like mm. you know, he he was just making his stories up. Yeah. And all that. Um, and he was like, I'm I'm Luke now, but when I used to be Pam, this you know, I'd do this and do that. And then they basically he kept going on about it for so long that they'd he he oh no, what did he say? Call the show. He said that when he was Pam, Pam went up to heaven and then God kicked him off again and then he became Luke. And then they were like, So how did Pam die? And he was like, She died in a fire. I died in a fire. Well, I, he said, I died in a fire and now I've come back down to earth and I'm Luke. <clears throat> so then they did some research and that's like where Pam lived and they gave all this information. Did some research, said Pam lived in New York City. Did some research, found out there was a big fire and guess who won, won the names of one of the people that died in the fire? Was it Pam? It was Pam. <laughs> it was Pam. Pam! Hang on, how many Pams do you think have died in a fire in Probably, New York City? I'd say like I'd say four? quite a lot. Like that's <laughs> really? Yeah, but as I could say that. I could say to you I once was Pam. <laughs> I okay, but, I was really invested in that until you said and then they went to New York City and looked up Well, they didn't go there, they just did some research. But then showed showed him loads of pictures, this five year old. Right. Showed him loads of pictures of different women. One of them being Pam and said, mm. pick out which one's Pam. And he went, that's Pam. Oh, that's quite weird. There's me. That's me. What? So Pam lives in Luke now. Yeah, Pam now lives in the Luke. The weird part of that was when you said um, Pam got kicked out of heaven and then yeah. became Luke. And I was like, is that some kind of like Satan thing, like a fallen angel? Type? I thought you were going to go all biblical No, I think, I think what I, it's reincarnation, isn't it? <laughs> it's reincarnation, isn't it? Obviously. Duh. <laughs> You're going to end up as a worm. How dare you? Yeah, yeah, I went there. Why a worm? Because you're, I don't know, just think it'd be funny. Well, I think you're going to come back as a raccoon. <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what? In a fight between a worm and a raccoon, I know who's going to win. <laughs> We'd be lovely friends like that, um, what was it, the fox and the hound? <laughs> no, no, one of them died. 
Oh, can you not? What? Don't give it away. What do you mean, Susie's pronounced since 1984? <laughs> if you're the... If you're, Can't believe you just said one of them died. I don't want to know which one. Alert. It better not be the hound, because I love hound. dogs. Oh, my God! I can't remember which one it was, I think it, might I think it was the, the hound. I don't think it was. Do you remember Animals of Farthingwood? No. What? <laughs> no. You don't remember Animals of Farthingwood? What was Farthingwood? Was it a Peter Rabbit it was, thing? No. No. It's not very ghostly. <laughs> oh, just... my God, I can't believe you don't know that. By what? the way, did you know Giselle Bunchton um, is a witch? Who's Giselle Bunchton? Oh, my God, I can't deal with this. Giselle, the big model, the big Brazilian model. You've never heard of Giselle? No. <sighs> Have you got a story? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know who oh, fucking I just did Giselle a, is. an MJ. <laughs> yeah, I have. Did you not think that was freaky, though? I am Pam. That is weird, yeah. I am Pam. No, I the am The reincarnation Pam. things are really strange. Or like or like kids who um like have imaginary friends who turn out to be like the dead kid of the I hope that reincarnation's real. Don't you? Mm. <sighs> no. I used to believe it when I was like um when I was at school and I was convinced I was Oliver Cromwell. <laughs> I would tell anyone he'd listen. I was like, I'm Oliver Cromwell. How have you not mentioned this before? <laughs> it's because I um, I played this game on a PC. Right. And it was like, guess the rooms in like Hampton Court. And I got all of them right. I like nailed the quiz. And I was like, I must have lived in Hampton Court. I don't Fuck's even know if sake. Oliver Cromwell lived there. But I just assumed I was Oliver Cromwell. Well, have you not found out? I don't need to. I know it. So, yeah, Oliver. Oliver Susie. Okay, this is a really short one. Okay, go on then. This is called The Cell Phone. Oh, I love it. The Cell Phone. Mobile. <laughs> Just phone. Petrol station. Just phone. No one has a landline anymore. My mobile it's phone. It's the phone. Do you have a landline? No. It's fucking stupid, isn't it? I wouldn't mind a landline, though. It's quite all the, no, the, only, the only people that are going to call you on it are... Mum and Dad. No, telemarketers. Oh, yeah. Mum and Dad. Why Mom don't you just call your mobile? Yeah, call the mobile. Try a landline. She's not in. Oh, call the mobile, then. She should have done that in the fucking first place, shouldn't you? And save time. <laughs> let's crack on. Crack on. The cell phone. A couple of months ago, my friend's cousin, a single mother, bought a new cell phone slash mobile. After a long day of work, she came home, placed her phone on the counter and went to watch TV. Her son came to her and asked if he could play with a new phone. She told him not to call anyone or mess with the text messages and he agreed. At around 11.20, she was drowsy. I'm not surprised, 11.20. I don't see 11.20 anymore. (laughs) At around 11.20, she was drowsy. (laughs) So she decided to tuck her son in and go to bed. She walked to his room and saw that he wasn't there. I said, I mean, I'm not trying to tell anyone how to parent, but 11.20 seems a bit late, doesn't it? What, to tuck your kid in? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's negligence. Um, she walked to his room and saw that he wasn't there. She then ran over to her room to find him sleeping on her bed with the phone in his hand. Relieved, she picked her phone back up from his hand to inspect it, browsing through it. She noticed only minor changes, such as a new background banner, etc. Kids. <laughs> but then she opened up has saved pictures. She began deleting the pictures that he had taken until only one picture remained. When she first saw it, she was in disbelief. It was her son sleeping on the bed. Oh, but fuck. the picture was taken by someone else above him and it showed 
the left half of an elderly woman's face. The end. Try another one. Yeah. Yeah. That's gross. Isn't it gross? <laughs> um. Yeah. Are you excited for the coronation, Hannah? Um, what am I doing for the coronation? I'm going around to my friend Andrews. We're going to have Marguerite because he lives in Camden. He's got like um, he's got a balcony, so you can see out onto all of London, which would be quite nice. We're going to have coronation chicken sandwiches. Oh, so you're actually excited to no, uh, don't give a long shit. live I'd... the king? No, no, I don't. I think it's apparent, oh, really. Royalist. Oh, no, no yeah. Okay, I think fine. it is a bit. It's in bad taste, isn't it? <clears throat> I think it's a bit embarrassing. It is embarrassing, yeah. It's like, the pomp ooh. and ceremony when the world is such a When the world's shit going show. to shit, yeah. But, I mean, if anyone's going to do it, it's Charles, any like, he's a, he's a, he's a, I bet he's a stickler for ceremony. Yeah, I, I mean, he's not he's not the worst one, but, I mean, I just... Harry's coming back, isn't he, as well? Can't wait for that drama to yeah, unfold. Yeah, but song making. Is, is, is She's it? staying back S- in America. <laughs> Good for her. I mean, it'd be cringe I shit. think when we go and do our American tour, we should, we should hit up Harry and Meghan for, like, a spare room. <laughs> just No, we can Listen, just stay out with their chickens in the backyard. Fellow English people here... <laughs> Yeah. She let us in. I reckon Megan's quite witchy. I think she's I think she'd love that um we have Himalayan rock salt right now protecting um, us. I, think I really want be... a salt lamp. Okay. Um why? Because I think they look really nice. What does My it mom's do? Got one. It's supposed to bring calm and peace. And apparently I'm into that now. Um Yeah. Is that actual salt or is yeah, it? Yeah, it's salt, you lick it and it's like oh it's you lick it's, your lamp. I, I, I lick it. lamp. I have licked a lamp. What a big board. Just before we actually started recording, we both went, God, we're really smart, aren't we? Very intelligent. Mm. And you just told me you licked a lamp. So Well, when my sister bought it for my mum and then I thought that's not real salt. And they were like, lick it. And I'd lick it and it is. You're the kind of person that if someone gives you a dare, you're like, yeah, go on then. Yeah, I don't, there's not much. <clears throat> truth or dare, what, what would you pick? I would pick truth. Oh, I thought you'd go dare, fuck it. All right, what would be your dare if I were to say dare? My dare would be how long would you sit in the complete pitch black in this studio if I said you have 10 minutes alone in the dark? Could you promise me that you wouldn't come in and scare me? No. It would just be the me. The dare is just... No, I could do that. Really? Yeah. Ten minutes, yeah. pitch black. Yeah. Mm. All right. I might hold you to that. We don't have time. We don't have time. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would, yeah. Have been your, what would have been your truth? Um, have you ever... <laughs> okay, that's boring. Anyway, so this one is called The Whispers. Okay. The Whispers. This is a story I do not often tell. I promise sincerely that this has scarred me for life. And although I have looked into psychological explanations for what I heard and natural explanations for what occurred, I love that, they remain unsatisfactory. When I was a child, I was scared of the dark. I swore to my mother I heard voices in it. They were not evil, but they were not familiar, so they scared me. It was not uncommon in the middle of the night for me to wake up and hear whispers, as I would call them, when asking my mum. What? Oh, yeah. She figured they were just bumps in the night and typical kids' nightmare material. I tried often to explain to her that it was more than that, that they sounded different from one another... From one another the... 
They sounded different from the way people's voices do. On some nights, I would get so scared from these whispers that I would sleep in my mum's bed with her. It was an added bonus that the bathroom was directly outside of her bedroom door for my late-night tinkles. (laughs) My late-night tinkles. That's great. Is this like uh, from the point of view of a kid? I mean, a kid's definitely not listened, written this, so I am worried. <laughs> I should add at this point that when walking out into the hall to go to the bathroom, you look directly down the stairs that would leave you, lead you into my living room on the first floor. On one such night around Christmas, I awoke and felt the need to relieve myself. That's also just as ick. Mm. I walked out from the door and distinctly heard the phrase, look, and to my astonishment, a red light almost like a spotlight, was cast upon the wall at the very bottom of the stairs. The light had no other source, it was by itself, and I was transfixed by it. Being a little kid, and it only being a few days from Christmas, I knew what this light was. It was Santa! Santa! (laughs) Santa! (laughs) How else, sorry Americans, how else could he get into my house to know I was being a good boy? Oh, there's a lot of ick in there. A lot of ick, isn't it? It's ick central, Tink- baby. Tinkly, tinkly, goodbye. A light here for ick town. <laughs> Santa doesn't go to ick town. Santa doesn't go to ick town. <clears throat> I was so excited I began walking down the stairs to greet him, picking up my pace after the second step as it began to creep off the wall and fade into the darkness in my living room. Someone should teach this kid like stranger danger. Yeah, they never learn. That's when I heard him, a very strong masculine voice different from the first not at all like my father's it said stop right now go back up the stairs i listened turned around and what happened next i am not sure i would believe if someone had told me the same story after reaching the top of the stairs i heard a very loud crash (laughs) that sent me running back to my mother's bed where i jumped straight under the covers and stayed there the whole night when we awoke the next morning, the poinsettia lights... You know what poinsettia lights are? Like poinsettia? <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> like poinsettia. a flower. Yeah, like little flower lights. Mm. Little Christmas flower lights. Mm. My mother had put on the railing down the stairs, were pulled straight to the bottom of the stairs, some broken from what seemed like a forceful tear laying in a single pile. The dry sink in my living room had fallen from the wall. That shouldn't happen, should it? Also, why is there a the sink, sink in the living room? Yeah, bizarre. That's the My father, question. yeah, it's weird. My father was worried we had been the victims of a home invasion. My sister was crying. There was nothing missing. Nobody had broken in. There didn't seem to be any reason this had happened. And then I saw it. I kept quiet about it because I was so afraid that I could not force the words out of my mouth. There, on the edge of the wooden dry sink which had been facing up, were three indentations where the finish on the wood had been worn, almost as if by a forceful grip. Something had grabbed it and threw it down. That's what the bank was. I was mortified. After that, doesn't that mean embarrassed? Yeah, mortified is like, oh, it's a coronation, that's gross. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's not like... I'm embarrassed. It's like they use... Americans use the word... um, What, for embarrassed? No, they use a word like when someone's annoying, not irritating. Anyway, doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I've just I always know wondered. Now. Yeah, I know. I've always wondered why they've used it and I don't I don't get it. Anyway. After that day I never heard the voice again. I do not like to imagine what was waiting downstairs for me that night, if it was anything at all. But I can tell you that the reality was that something had physically 
acted upon two things in my house near the bottom of that stairwell. After this, I had never heard another whisper again, which is sad because in some ways I would have liked to thank the man that had stopped me from going down those stairs. This happened when I was seven. I am 20 years, 20 years old and still saying tinkles. I am 20 <laughs> years old now and because of this incident, I am still afraid of the dark, especially shadowy stairwells. Mm, girl! Ghost or nope? Ghost or nope? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm calling it. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nope for me. I, don't I don't, you believe that? It's an untrustworthy narrator. I think it's an untrustworthy narrator as well. I don't yeah, think that's real. This, I don't really understand the throne sink and the red spotlight. No. And the Ponacetia light. What is so Ponacetia? Ponacetia. But that's um, not how you say it. You've added additional. Isn't Ponacetia a flower? It's Poinsettia. It's Ponacetia. It's Poinsettia. Poinsettia? Poin like a dog? Poinsettia. <laughs> Isn't that a red setter? Well, you're saying point setter. Point. Point. Point setter, point. you're saying. Point. Let's look it up, shall point. we? Have you found uh, anything in your yeah, bag? Oh, yeah, to be fair, you're right. Oh, look, there's a plushy point setter. I want it. Um, point setter. To be fair, you're right, it's not pony, it's point. Yeah, I know, I'm right. That's why I said it. Oh, well done, you. Um, <laughs> I don't like point setter at all. No, they're vile. They are. What is it? About I, don't them? Know. Don't, I don't know. I think they're fucking minging. I think they're really minging. I think they're horrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know I had such a strong opinion about point I always, every fucking year, when my mum gets the point setters out, yeah. And everyone's talking about their own poinsettias. No, no. Everyone's like, how's it's your poinsettia doing? It's setia. It's not poinsettia. S-E-T-T-I-A. Mm, that's how you pronounce it, though. So actually, both of us are wrong. Ha <laughs> 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 don't like that yes, at all. I don't I, know why you're so happy with I yourself. Do. Um, let's crack Fucking on. Fucking poinsettia. I hate it. Yeah. What's that? I think I've got that. Is it a concealer? Or is that your nude no, lip? This is my nude lip, babes. Uh, Hydrating nude, 301. It's called Romantic. Um, fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. Okay, shall I do Creep of the Week? Listener story. Yeah. What? Fucking hell. Oh, that made me jump so much. What is it? Someone came past the door. But I didn't expect that. Susie. Because Jesus Christ. <sighs> Honestly, that really. I didn't. Someone walked past and then went like this. Just looking straight oh, in. I feel like the awesome. head just swung around oh, 360. I don't like this. Uh, you can't freaking see that. <laughs> freaking me out. Okay, here we go. This is from Sarah. Mm. Howdy, Sarah. Thank you for writing in. Excuse me. She says, what do you hey, mean, Hannah, howdy? Susie and Barney, and I, I just love her. Not to Barney. No. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, I'm he'll always be a ghost, hun. Always be a ghost. Always. Always, always. And we'll be coming to Chillingham with us. Yeah, so, he will you know. be making some appearances in yeah, the future. Yeah, exactly. Um, hey, Hannah, Susie and Barney, I absolutely love your podcast. Can I also Thank say you. that I love my name being first? If everybody could send That's because all it's emails, first in the alphabet. It's not because all you're emails, more important. If all e Okay, Barney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> BHS! <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. It should be, just for future reference, Susie, Hannah... <laughs> Thanks. Um, hey, ah. Hannah, Susie and Barney. I absolutely love your podcast. Heart emoji. Love yeah. that. I've binged every episode and I've got to say, just thinking about Scary Lynn still gives me the creeps. Oh, we should revisit day. Lynn one day. <laughs> and then the emoji that does the little two arrows in and the smile. Do you know the one I mean? The no. one that's like... 
two arrows in. You know that little like what would you how would you describe that? Let me see. How do you describe that emoji? The one's laughing. It's laughing, but there's loads of laughing emojis. This one is the one that's like... This is not the crying laughing face. It's the one that has the the arrow... It Yeah. It's like that, isn't it? Two arrows facing each other. Anyway, that's really not important. No. Get ready, because this is a long one. These are experiences from different members of my family and over several years. So, a little backstory first. I grew up in a little sleepy village. It's also known as the Garden of England. I want to know where that is. Oh, I... uh, Where is it? Isn't it Kent? Isn't there somewhere in Kent that's called the Garden of England? Is it? Ooh, Sarah, we're on to you. <laughs> that sounds like we're going to go and stalk her. We're not going to do that. <laughs> I want to make it incredibly clear. No, but I like knowing that where everyone these is safe places are. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sarah, we're coming. <laughs> that was horrible. I want to creep everyone out. If you that's... get arrested, I can't really do this that's on my own. That's my uh, MO. What's MO mean? Uh, Mission mo- uh, Impossible. Uh, mo- modus operandi. Modus operandi. Is it? Mod- yeah, I think so. It's your motivator, isn't it? Motivator. Okay. What are you doing? Are you okay? No, never. Um, okay. Uh, no, Garden of England. Right. Named yeah. as such for its picturesque gardens. Nothing much ever happens there. But little does anyone know of the village's dark past, a truly dangerous place in the 1600s where smuggling, murders and crime were rife. Things were so bad that the name of the village was changed and eventually the old reputation along with it. If you saw it now, you'd struggle to believe it could have ever had such a dark past. In the centre of the village is a small cottage. Across from it, a quaint English pub. Next to that, a church. Love that. Let's go. I've always wanted to live... Next door, a pub. I actually have most house. Every house I've ever lived in has been next door to a pub. I, I fucking love an old weird. English pub. You haven't even acknowledged how weird that is. Sorry, I was And you just—it's like I'm not here. <laughs> you are a dick. No, you know? I and I, I listen Always to it. Always live next door to a pub. I'm going to go through them. Caverswall School Lane live next to the uh, Auctioneer's Arms. Mm. The Square Caverswall live next to the Red House. The Red House. The Red House. Oh my God, Hannah. What? There is a haunted pub in Cumbria and there's actual footage on the Daily Mail and the Sun and the Mirror. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm glad. Very reputable sources. Uh, of, yeah, I'm of glad you picked the three pints. most reputable. No, pints ones. just exploding and and being nudged off tables. And these are like burly like men in like this old, what looks like a very sort of, do you know, like EDL vibe yeah. kind of pub. And this is, it's weird. And we should go. Where is it? Cumbria. Let's go. Road it's trip. called it's called Ring of Bells. <gasps> oh my god, I can't wait to tell you about it and go. Okay, we're getting off topic. Yeah. We are back in the Garden of England. Did you did you just do that in a Mexican accent, Susie? <laughs> we are in the Garden of <laughs> Jardin de Inglaterra. <laughs> In the centre of the... We've gone there. Okay. The old cottage, as you've probably guessed, is where I grew up. Now, below the cottage was a large basement we called the Den. It was used by the whole row of houses during the wars as an air raid shelter as it was below ground, large and secure. Growing up in the house, I remember my parents telling me it was originally used for smuggling. They told me that there were old blocked up tunnels that ran from the pub and to the church that connected to our house. So this house was already at the centre of some turbulent history already. I'd already gone through some pretty weird and haunting happenings living there, well before I'd learnt any of this. 
From as early as I can remember, I'd had night terrors nearly every night in my little box room down the narrow hall. These nightmares were graphic, nothing a small child would make up. And it was the 90s, so parents found it easy to monitor what me and my sisters were watching on TV and reading. We were never allowed to watch scary films. I was only allowed to read Goosebumps. Love it, love it, love it. When I was about 12 or 13. At age four or five, these nightmares were horrific, though. Half bodies dragging themselves up the stairs and the hallway to my room. People stealing from me from my bed and shadows with long claws creeping from underneath my bed. These were only a few of the horrific nightmares, but it was every night and I would wake up screaming bloody murder. Looking back, I'm not sure how my parents coped. There was also the hallway leading up to the stairs and then the landing. Any time I had to turn out the light and go upstairs, I would run, almost with my back to the wall. It always felt as if something was right there, right behind you, grasping for an ankle to pull you back down. Pretty oh, I normal. Hate that. She's put pretty normal, right? Who hasn't had nightmares or run to their bed a little quicker after turning out the light when they were a kid? The thing was, is that my parents, or more my mum, would do it too. I remember my mum telling me when I was older as more of the cowardly thing she... <laughs> I've just could you see my brain just melting? I want all that in. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my mum telling me when I was older as more of the cowardly things she ever did was when my little sister, who was now in my old box room, had a nightmare. She got into the bed with her, comforting her till she fell asleep. She told me that she had to get up and go back to her own room because she couldn't stand to be there any longer. She was that terrified. Not that my parents' room was much better, it was right at the top of the stairs and my new larger room next to theirs. From both rooms, you could often hear footsteps at night coming up the stairs and along the hallway. I remember my mother telling me one night that footsteps came thundering up the stairs right up to her side of the bed. She shuffled over to my dad's side when he turned around and asked, Did you hear that? Now, my dad is a sceptic, he doesn't believe in anything paranormal, but that night, well, he can't explain it to this day. My older sister's room was in the den for a bit. Whoa, in the basement. Terrifying. Oh, no. My older sister's room was in the den for a bit, and then I shared rooms with her for a little while while my room was being repainted. You'd think down there in the dark basement it would have been the scariest place to be. Even my older sister used to tease that we slept on the same level as the people across the road, i.e. the people buried in the cemetery. But weirdly enough, it was the rest of the house that turned out to have the most activity. I remember one night my little sister was sleeping in my parents' room when suddenly she woke up screaming in terror. It was so blood-curdling, all of us ran up the stairs to see if she was okay, scared she was hurt. We got to the room, she was stood up... We got to the room. She was stood up in bed, still screaming, pointing at the window. Once she'd calmed down, she told us there'd been someone stood at the window, grinning at her. This was one story up. No one could have been standing at the window, but to this day, she's adamant there was someone there. She says now that she remembers the face looking similar to the red-faced demon in the film Insidious. This was the 90s, and this happened... Sorry. This was the 90s when this happened, so she hadn't seen that film as a toddler. My mum also told me one night she woke up to see the figure of a girl in the doorway. Thinking it was one of us, she asked, Are you okay, darling? It moved behind the door. Puzzled, she got out of bed and moved the door away from the wall. There was no one there. Eventually, my older sister got a job as a flight attendant and my parents thought it better to swap rooms with her so she could leave at all hours, easily to catch flights, etc. Looking back, I'm not sure if it was so they didn't have to be in that room any longer. 
When my sister just put a door in. <laughs> you you go in there, not me. <laughs> yeah, a door. That's good. Yeah, uh, that's why you should have kids. What? So you can swap them out for scary shit. Yeah. <clears throat> It's, it's not convincing enough a reason. <laughs> okay, get me pregnant now then. <laughs> yeah, knock me up. Um, I can't do lunch after I'm getting pregnant. <laughs> when my sister was away on flights, I'd hear talking and drawers opening and closing from that room. I'd just pull the covers over my head and say to myself I was just hearing things. One night, though, when my older sister, she was about 19 or 20 at the time, was at home, she came bursting into my room in hysterics in the middle of the night. She told me she'd woken up to a girl crying at the side of her bed. Thinking it was our youngest sister, she went to comfort her. She suddenly realised it wasn't. <laughs> she pulled back quickly. That's when the girl grabbed her by the ankle and dragged her right to the bottom of the bed. Terrified, that's when she ran straight into my room. That night we slept in the same bed with the lights on. A long time after that, I remember one day, during the day, looking up from my seat in the front room to see a girl with dark braided hair running through our hallway and up the stairs. I asked my father who it was and he looked at me confused and told me there was no one there. I went upstairs to where she ran to and sure enough, there was no girl there. Once, me, my sister and my mum happened to be talking about our individual experiences. My mum... Oh yeah, uh, my mum's with a girl standing in the doorway, my sister with a girl next to the bed and me with a girl running up the stairs and we realised it was all the same girl we'd been seeing white dress and dark braided hair. At that moment, a candle from the mantelpiece flew across the room. Luckily, it wasn't lit. We were all shocked. There was no way it just fell that way. It was like someone had swiped it off the mantel. For me, at least, the girl was one presence in the house, but I believe there was another darker presence there. Are you about to sneeze or are you just having so. a heart attack? <laughs> what are you doing? Just sneeze, let it out. I can't, I'm trying. Look at the light. That'll help you sneeze. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Jesus oh, Christ. Fuck it's safe. Oh. Why would you do that? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Mike's getting fucking sacked. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus Christ. Do you know what I do? I, I, fly, I go down on my photo flight. Yeah, I don't thanks for just leaving I'm me out. in the haunted yeah. studio. Do you see me? Yeah, Even you were ready to run. Yeah, just so everybody knows that was... Um, <sighs> fucking hell. Our editor that has just scared the shit out of us through our earphones. <laughs> with, I don't know what it was. Please don't ever do it again. Never. Uh, oh, my thank God. You. Thank you, Mike. Good content, though. Good content. Okay. Um, okay. Jesus. I don't trust him. <laughs> um... So she thinks there's a darker presence there. For example, the front room doorway, at certain times of the day, there would be a smell of men's body odour. The worst kind of odour. She hasn't written that, but I think that. Um, Men, men's body odour is the worst. Yeah. I, do you know what? I said to Adam this morning that I think when he sweats, he smells like a bag of McCoy steak chip crisps. Do you think that's a good thing? No, I think it's oh, awful. Oh, right, bad. <laughs> yeah. So you don't like his pheromones? Well, no, I, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm honest, no. And let's face it, he's never going to fucking listen to this, is he? So, um, yeah, back in McCoy's, steak mm. chips. It's sometimes when you sweat out chips, what you've been... Chips, who am I? Crisps. Chips. Chips. Okay, getting a bit American steak on us. Steak chips. Right, back anyway. in, back in. Um, my dad was always meticulously clean and it would even happen when he wasn't in the house. 
Can you stop it, please? Can you fucking stop it? What's going on? People keep walking past the studio door and there's nothing, oh there's no God, reason Susie, for them to be. You are scaring the shit out of me. There I'm were different occasions where different people could smell it at different times with no explanation. Often our dog would bark at nothing and doors would open and close by themselves. Mostly the door to the front room where the weird smells would occur. I would very often and very regularly hear my dad's voice call me when he was at work or not in the house. I would just brush this off as hearing things. However, it was only after moving to a new house years afterwards and looking back, I realized it wasn't normal. As I grew up and lived in different places, I realized that it proved the cottage was definitely haunted and we never had experiences like that again. Any other paranormal experiences I've had in my life have never been so negative or imposing. My mum always tried to comfort us by saying people may have died in the house, but many would have been born there too. But I truly believe something terrible happened in that cottage. Anyway, sorry it's so long. We lived there for 10 years, plus or minus a year. So I tried to shorten it down as much as I could. Thank you for reading and I hope you enjoyed my story. Keep up the good work. I didn't, I did enjoy that story. Sorry, it did scare me quite a lot, actually. It was that thing at the bottom of the bed that you think it's someone and then you're like, oh my God, no, it's not. Do you remember that bit in the others when and she's like, when you think it's oh, do you remember the opening of the no. closet? Have you seen the others? Yeah, I have, but I can't remember. <gasps> Maybe I should watch that again. Actually. Oh my we should god, watch that. we should watch that. We should. Oh my god, did you go and see Scream Six? No. Uh, Let's go. Fuck, I've seen. Oh, it. Um, I saw it on the stick. I got it on the, the stick. stick. Uh, it's fucking great. Is it? Uh, yeah. It is. It is great. Oh, and anyone wait. who says different, I'll come for you because it is. Great. It's a bit tongue-in-cheek. It's a little bit camp. It is what it is. I, it's fucking That's great. my ideal. It's great. Okay. Um, thank you, Sarah. That thank was, you, Sarah. You've been lovely. haunted to shit, mate. Yeah, you're um, fucked. Um, no, she's not fucked now. She's not in the cottage. Oh, she doesn't live there I want to go to the Garden of England and go to that cottage. Okay. Okay, Susie, are you ready for We Get Haunted so you don't have to? Yeah. Okay, I need to just find the rules of my game. Oh, okay. you're, doing, you're doing a game for me? Okay, Yeah, great. I'm going to do a game for you. Great. Okay. Olaplex. Um, right. Oh, my God. You might feel paranormal sensations throughout this. I've been and feeling them since day one, you baby. You do have to lie on the floor. If you come over here, I'll pop the mic down here. What so are you on about? Come and lie down I here. I don't want to. You have to. For the podcast. Oh, fucking hell. Well, hang on. You'll have to film some of it. Okay. What am I doing? What do I... Oh, is it recording now? Oh, my God, your camel toe. <laughs> okay. There we go. We've got... There we are. She's on the floor. Okay. So, I'm going to tell you a story about how you die. Not again. Yeah, again. Oh, I have to... Oh, fuck's sake. I have to actually get down there with you. No, you just modify it. No. Modify it no. No, I won't. Actually, I can just do it from here. If you want is there anything long? Does anyone have a broom? No, 
No, Hannah, you need to modify this for the podcast. I need a broom. No, you don't. I do. Stop I do need a broom. That we can't have. I need a broom. Okay, I'll I'll do without the broom. Okay. Uh, if you, right, you just have to listen to the story, right? I need you to know, Susie. I need you to. I need you to be. I need you to stay focused. I'm focused. Right. I need you to not be a dickhead, and I need you to just stay focused on what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you a story, and then I'm gonna just tap your body every now and again. Right. <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like sounds like a really sore. I'm gonna tap your body. I'm gonna tap that. I'm gonna tap your body. Uh. No, I'm not. I'm just going to literally do this every now and again. Oh, God. <laughs> That's kicking my leg. It's not kicking. It's just tapping. Um, okay. Susie, are you in? Are you in the... Mo- I'm holding, like, two phones here, and... Susie, you are on an operating table. You are having your camel toe reduced. <laughs> this is camel toe reduction surgery. <laughs> So that you'll be able to wear black leggings and a short furry top as you please and your mum won't have a go at you about getting your fanny out on the internet. You're welcome, Lucy. So, you're on the operating table. The doctor has the knife. But unfortunately, your hospital notes have been mixed up with somebody else's and now they're cutting at your legs. They're splicing at your legs. Your legs are being spliced. (laughs) You don't know the dirty. You're bit. Can you please focus? You're getting. Hang on, I'll do it with your phone then. You're getting spliced. Your legs are getting spliced. You only came in for camel toe surgery, but now you're an amputee. It's happening. Oh no! They. Oh shit! Oh no! Oh no, look, they don't have any they don't have any any tissue or bandages to bandage up the wound, so you're bleeding out, Susie, you're bleeding out. You're bleeding out. Oh my god. Oh your your eyes aren't closed, you're not into this. Oh my god, you're about to die. Your heartbeat's slowing down. Oh my god, what are you going to do? You can see the bright lights. Your heartbeat's slowing. Your heartbeat's slowing. You're a dickhead. Your heartbeats. No, listen. Put your arms down on the floor. Okay. If you, have you experienced any paranormal activity <laughs> in the past two minutes? Three, three hours, three minutes, forty seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're dead. <laughs> listen. This is amateur. No, no. Because you're dead. You're supposed to not be able to stand up now. You've got you're you're a dead ghost. You've got no legs but a massive camel toe still. It's not gone well. I'm just camel toe at this stage. Okay, so close your eyes and now what the idea is is that you you the spirits are holding you down so you can't get up. So can you please try and stand up? Oh, I can't. Could you do it seriously? That's a minging shot. It is, can yeah. You, oh, my God. <laughs> so can you get up or not? Are the ghosts holding you down or not? Oh, I'm trying. Yeah, I can get oh, up. Oh, fuck's sake, it didn't work. Oh. Well, we didn't see that coming, did we? Oh, that was great. <laughs> really good. <laughs> no, really great, Hannah. Okay. Um, did you get all that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so that was not surgery, successful. that classic, classic haunted game. Yeah. Um, 
There you go, camel toe surgery. Uh, <laughs> that was it's, an absolute It was actually called shambles. the Sandman. Was it? Yeah. Where does the Sandman come into that then? You're supposed to be like bags of sand. Like you can't, <laughs> like you just turn into bags of sand. Bag of sand. Well, but I thought, and it, it does, the rules do say that I choose your death. You've already done that for me. No, but no, no. That was just that was finding out how you're going to die. I got to make up the story. That's not actually how you're going to die, you know. Oh uh, well, it might Although, be. could be could because be. that is a massive camel toe. Probably in Turkey, just like uh, <laughs> reduced camel toe reduction. Uh, amazing. <laughs> Get my teeth capped and my camel toe reduced. Um, uh, do, you, oh, do you know what? I've heard of someone who actually went and got a gastric band in Turkey. They've they haven't just put the band on. They've cut all of the stomach out. It's gone horribly wrong. Oh, God. Okay, and on that note, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us. Wow, um, this has been episode 24. 24. See you next week, bye. See you next week. Thank you so much. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>